I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Run like a wild man. I watched the struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. The correct Jordan Harris Stadium time is 8.24 Central Standard Time. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True podcast, Harvard, by collegeandmagnolia.com. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. I am Drew at Center Crow 2 on Twitter, at Center Crow on Venmo. To one side of me, the rumor monger, Ryan S. Starrett. Ryan Starrett, the S is for. Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams. The end of the word? Okay? Yeah, it is. Okay. The other side of me giving you full Fort Payne ASMR. Let me put it this way when it comes to envy, y'all is green. Jealous of the rhyme and the rhyme routine. Other than a dimension, new galaxy, intergalactic, AU, chief. What's poppin'? Now, Ryan, <laughs> I just didn't make that up. Those are lyrics from a song. Are you aware of the, the, the hip-hop group, the Beastie Boys? By any means? Uh, sure. Okay. I played one of their songs at Guitar Hero one time. There it is. <laughs> I should have uh, opened with, hey, ladies. Hey, ladies. Uh, yeah. I used to love the Beastie Boys. I used to. That was one of Intergalactic is one of my uh, go-to karaoke jams. But I have to have another person who also knows. You know. Yeah, I, I can have the rule, have the words. Yeah, got to make that happen. Um, this week on the show, we're going to talk about baseball. We're going to talk about basketball. Are we going to talk any football? Should Why? We? Why? I don't know. Who cares about football? This whole thing where we can talk about basketball all the way up until the end of spring practice and be like, okay, yeah, these three things happen in spring, baseball season. I like sure. that. That's fun. All right. Cool. I mean, nothing's we don't, we happening. Don't, we don't need to do an extra two months on football. I, I don't know if we talked about Booby being gone. We did. We didn't bring did it we, up. Do we, sure, do you want to do a few minutes on that? Okay. Uh, do we have to? I mean, Did you guys know that Booby Whitlow left the team? Like, Two weeks ago. <laughs> trans- Breaking news. He yeah. transferred or something. Uh, no, well, he just put his name just, before him. Yeah. So. Oh, he's technically he's not on any team. Yes. He's a free agent. It's going to be the end of I mean, technically he still athletics. be here, but uh, Gus already like, thanked him for his service, basically. <laughs> Whoa, breaking news. ESPN is canceling the best show on their network. What? High Noon with Pablo and Bomani. What's, what am I getting this network anymore for? Mm. Rough. It was the only of the couldn't have couldn't have named a show on the ESPN. only show where two people talk about <laughs> okay. sports that was any good was that show and it's gone. Anyway, we, you know we ought to bring him on to College Mag. We should we should ask him for money, Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll throw him a line. All right. <laughs> In soccer news, yeah, Auburn opened up its spring campaign. How'd that go? With a W over the Troy Trojans. 2-0. Goals by Corey Locks and Sarah Houchin off a header. Really busted those Trojans up. They absolutely did. And uh, that was a home game. Wow. So Saturday, we had a home uh, soccer match at 11.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I believe was yeah simultaneous. Thirty minutes after yeah. the basketball, the basketball tip, the I best bet, time. I bet there were but five people there. This is more of a. This isn't the real. Yeah, season, this is more so. like. But like exhibition. Again, they could have staggered that, and everybody could have gone. But there was also everything. swimming and diving championships, SEC swimming and, and baseball and baseball. Just put a played a goose head. Well, you know, I, I'm not sure the baseball knew that there were baseball games this weekend. That was rough. They were probably watching the basketball game in the dadgum locker room. Dugout, I believe it's called in baseball. <laughs> baseball well, locker room is There's inside dugout. It's yeah. field. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> clubhouse. <laughs> in the clubhouse. There we go. There it is. I know baseball terms. 
It's probably in the uh, the facilities that Tim Hudson donated money for, so that he could be an unpaid intern. So that he intern. could be an unpaid intern yeah. on he's, the team. He's like the fantasy oh, baseball coach. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder, I wonder how that. many times that's happened. A coach for a team donated over a million dollars for facilities for that team. Yeah, he's. I don't, this is an interesting question because he is now in a, has relationships with these players. Mm-hmm. Is he a booster? Is he still also a booster because he donated money to? This is like the Penny Hardaway well, I mean, situation. He was a booster before he was the coach. Yeah. You can you can still donate money to the athletic program as a as an employee. Sure, players. But <laughs> that's like Gus putting up his own money for a facility, right? Yeah, but this is different. Because this was, we're not paying Tim Hudson. Yeah, <laughs> he's unpaid. Before. So, like, a coach can take kids out to dinner at his house, but boosters cannot do that. Yeah, that's true. Could Tim Hudson take kids over to the Hudson residence? That's a great uh, question. Ranch. He probably couldn't have snapped a self-report. Right. That's interesting. He's got the Kiffin tactic. Yeah, they don't do anything as long as, yeah. you, as, long as you self-report. You know. Oh, man, man. I mean, I'm going to do this tonight. I, look, yeah. look, you know Pat Ford and Dan Walken can be all They were in feelings this about week, it. apparently. They didn't even say hey. He was in town for this swimming thing because his Pat Ford's son swims for Georgia. What okay. A, what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're doing baseball first. Let's, get the, let's rip the band-aid off quick. Uh, beat Oakland on Wednesday, 17-1. Yeah, they got all their, their runs out on and then they, put the, then they put the bat somewhere else and played football national champion UCF <laughs> and scored a grand total of six. No. Yeah, six. Yeah, six runs. They scored a touchdown, just six point. Man, alive. They, half the guys over there, they were holding their bats upside down. That's how bad it was. <laughs> it, um, yeah, bats are not there. Pitching was not really there either. I watched, yeah, I mean, in, I watched two of these games, by the way. Wow. Yeah. On the, on the TV. Folding laundry. I watched, I watched uh, two innings on Saturday. It looked there cold. Waiting for the parking lot to clear out? <laughs> no, I, I had to get home because take care of the kids. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean. The, ostensibly, yes. Wait the, the, so Tanner Burns and Jack Owen, they pitched fine. Um, you know, Tanner went in that game. They lost Friday night 3-1. Um, they weren't outstanding by any means, but then the bullpen gave them no help, and the offense gave them no help. Yeah, um, and UCF's a good team. They're they're not just a throwaway, you know, bring them in to to beat them right, kind of team. Right. Um, it'll happen. It's it, baseball's a long season. You're gonna lose games. Well, hopefully this is a kind of sort of a wake up call too. Yeah. Um, you know, came in. You can't just kick walk back to. Oh, yeah, came in with pretty big expectations of typical Auburn fashion. We <laughs> have to crash those down. Just going to break that down early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then spend the whole season yeah, climbing back up. Climbing back up. And, yeah. and then luckily with baseball. And then break our hearts at the very there's end. There's a tournament involved, so it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. how bad you were as long as you make that tournament. There you go. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of other teams. Uh, oh, anyway, coming up, baseball plays Alabama a and That should be... Couple wins, a dub. Yeah, yeah. Good, pretty good. Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, hopefully the uh, the rain's gone away by now. Uh, right, it's never gonna be sunny here again. <sighs> I did not realize I'd moved to Seattle. Life. Right. Wednesday, our weekend. This weekend we play Wright State. Who? Who? Where are they? I think they're in Detroit. Is that? A, I think that's where my cousin went. Very close, girl. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Does Crow know where? No, I don't. Murray State. We should probably really just have Drew either come on or pre-record uh, some <laughs> baseball. We notes. should literally have a one-minute Drew McCracken. Uh, right State is in Dayton, Ohio. There it is, close to Detroit. I guess Rust Belt. Start with it's the Rust D. Belt territory. Yeah. <laughs> they both start with D. D in Detroit. It's a great song. Michigan, Ohio. It's, it's the same so cold thing. in the D. It's the uh, the anniversary. Great thing. Anyway, um, let's move on to basketball. Yeah, let's do that. I think we're Fun all sport. better equipped to talk about uh, basketball. Uh, basketball uh, giveth and it taketh away this week. Basketball had two games in which one player scored over 20 for Auburn. Nobody else broke double digits. And in both of those games, the rest of the team didn't score double digits. However, it, they both went, the, the two games went wildly different. Yes. 
In one, nobody scored, period. Except for... In both games, we were down by nearly 20 points right. at uh, one point or another. I don't, I don't That's think... That's been a kind of a theme for the last month now. Yeah. That UGA game may have been one of the worst basketball games in Bruce Pearl's career at Auburn. It, was it wasn't quite as bad as the Florida game, but it was damn close. It was I mean, it, that thing... There was nothing going on on offense. No, we had nothing. So you even, you see, you had Javon score twenty two points, and uh, what's my criticism on uh, on Kira Lewis and, and he's Anthony inefficient. Edwards? Yeah, Javon McCormick had twenty two points on twenty two shots. So you're saying he's bearing better than Kira Lewis? They're both the same kind of player. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but he also had five turnovers. Yeah, and that was tough on that game. Did we turn the ball over, what was it, 21 times in that game? Is that right? I don't think it was quite that many. It was, a it was close. It was, yeah. uh, it's kind of like times. The, the losses for Auburn in basketball this year kind of all have a formula. Mm-hmm. The shooting goes cold from three. Turn the ball over too many times. And the other team has a player that Auburn loses on defense one too many times. Yeah. In this case, it was like 20 too many times. Um, Anthony Edwards was a first-round draft pick in this game. Hammonds also tore us up. It's funny, though. Per friggin' usual. Edwards had the exact same number of points as he did last time we played him. Yeah, but... And we shut him down last time. Yeah, last time it was was garbage time. time. We were up by 20, and he scored. He scored 18 in both games, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it really the box scores score. not, does yeah. not tell the truth. You gotta watch the giving, tape. Giving up 65 points to Georgia is fine. You can't score 55. You can't score 55 in regulation college basketball. Yeah. That's, a, that's horrible. Nobody wants to watch that. No. <laughs> that's <laughs> Jeff Lebo era of basketball. Oh, good night. Flashbacks. Well, going, yeah. uh, what, between that and the Mizzou game, they were five of, let me count, 43 from three. It's a. Uh, can't make shots if you don't shoot them. Is that like 11%? Five of 43. From a team that set the second most point or three points made yeah. in college basketball history last year. Conference record in three points made yeah. in the season last year. This year, not going to sniff that record. <laughs> no, no. We, uh, we might be last by the end of the year. Yeah. But it's because like, it's there's a couple of guys on the team that are extremely streaky. Yes. In good ways and bad. And then there's a couple of guys on the team. There's one guy shooting. shooting There's one guy on the team, Austin Wilding, who's going to give you the same stat line no matter what. He he broke his streak of double doubles in this past game. Right. It's because he he didn't uh, play quite as much because we figured something out on defense. Well, that's what happens when Auburn can't make any jump shots outside the paint, though. Okay, well, we'll just put three guys on Wiley and. Yeah. You they know, were either if they call the fouls, they call the fouls. If yeah. they don't, it's a turnover. Tennessee yeah. was triple teaming Austin with yeah. the ball. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, it was Wiley is kind of like Mustafa Heron in that. Okay, we know we're getting. Yeah, yeah. What, what else can we him? get? Okay, what else can we get? Like, you don't have to even worry about him. He is like the postal service. But then you've got some guys like Samir, who for the most part has been consistent. And then this week kind of showed you both ends of the Samir. Dowdy experience. Yeah. Well, it's funny because, again, even in this Georgia game, I think he scored 15 points on 17 shots. Yeah. A ton of so it's from the line. Like, well, we didn't shoot a lot of free throws at Georgia, I don't think. Um, he did. He did? Yeah. Right. Pull it up. Check my box score. We, we, only, right. we didn't shoot a ton against uh, Tennessee. I don't know if you noticed that. I, we may have towards the end, but it's at one point I looked up and I'm like, God, we've only shot like 15 free throws. This is... Pretty wild. Not a shot. We still shot more than they did. Yeah. UGA. Um, I think part of it is when the full brunt of the offensive load is on Samir. Yep. It's tough. I'm, and I can imagine that being tough. Yeah. Yeah. So Samir in the Georgia game was five of seventeen from the field, one of six from three, and Javon was nine of twenty-two. So your two guards. Fourteen for thirty nine. Yeah. Nobody else had more than seven shots. Mm. Uh, it's really hard to to for Samir to score at, at the bucket when there's four guys in the lane. Too. Right, right. That that's really tough. So us not hitting threes is really affecting everything. Uh, 
as well as not having one key piece out there to keep all these defenses honest. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know if we want to move on to the game that had a better outcome. Uh, well, I think the Georgia game informs a lot of the Tennessee game. Sure. For me, at least. I, you don't you don't get the Tennessee win. We hadn't without fi- some of the stuff that you had to fix. Yeah, we had. It wasn't until after halftime and like five minutes into right. the second half of the Tennessee game that we finally seemed to figure out how to defend without Isaac Hakor. Yep. Um, and and I think what they figured out was we're not going to match up with these guys. Yeah. Just try and get steals. Yeah. And, and, sure. And it's it's the same thing as being well. We just put a lot of pressure on, on the dudes, right. and and they made all and the mistakes. We're good at that. We're an athletic yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's the same as being an undersized defensive back. You know, if, if you're not going to beat a guy one on one, at least try and cheat and make something else happen. And oddly, with as many fouls as this officiating crew called in this Tennessee game, it, they didn't call that many fouls. It was well, it, it we they were, called them in punches. Yeah. Yeah. And we got out into the, the bonus and the double bonus. Well, the bonus in the first half pretty quick. And right. then, uh, but, but they weren't, they were letting a lot of stuff go, which is fine. Like uh, three point shooters getting failed. Oh my God. <laughs> Samir got absolutely tackled yeah. on a three point shot. And they did not, the breath standing right in front of it, Samir goes like to the ground hard. And no, nothing. <laughs> and then, Literally five seconds later on the other end, Danjel breathes on a guy going for a layup, and they call a foul on Danjel. Uh, I mean, I mean, we could go on. The, and on. the first half was essentially was NCAA officials. The first half on. was as bad as the last two games before it. Yeah, I mean, it was just a continuation of the same trends. Yeah, um, but then we discovered someone named Jalen Williams. Well, in that game, I think the Georgia game is when he was discovered. Yeah. It's easy to say, oh, Bruce just threw him into the game against Tennessee. No, I think I think he kind of acquitted himself yeah. well. He he looked nervous when he got in there at first against against Georgia. Against Georgia, yeah. and and but he was playing good defense in that game. He was playing good he, defense. He picked he, up some rebounds. He yeah, I think he had a couple steals. He didn't. He was kind of a non-factor on offense. Yeah, he just took the uh, one shot. Um, but. Then we saw him grow into the game at Tennessee, and that's going to happen when you get, what, 17 minutes that he played yeah, in the yeah. game or something? Um, and really changed the game. Uh, him and, oddly enough, we've been very critical of our bench on this on this very podcast. <laughs> Man, not anymore. But but two guys, Devin Cambridge and Jalen well, Williams. One of us has been very critical of Devin Cambridge. Well, we were just we just been critical of the bench in <laughs> right. general, right? I mean, yeah, the no, bench has fair. not been consistent. And, and I mean, Devin general. has had two good games. Talk about streaky. Outside yeah. Talk the, about streaky. Devin yeah. has either been the best player on the court, <laughs> or not factor, right? Or or uh, getting ejected. <laughs> um, but Devin has not been consistent. However, and I said this in the in our chat. He has the highest ceiling on the team of anybody not named Isaac Okoro. His Devin's good is he's really good, really good. Sure. Defensively against Tennessee, he yeah, was he's... all over the yep. court. And then when he's on on offense, how do you guard a six nine guy who shoots like that from way over his head? His his release is so far above his head. Hey, did you call him six nine? Is he six six nine? Yeah, he's like six five. Devin, he's a guard. I know he plays guard. Tall, skinny dude, though. Um, he's not taller than Mac. The one thing that I'll... 6'6". Uh, six, six, so okay. The, the one thing that, that would have known if he was I, I think he'll nice. have to learn, especially on defense, is he does tend to run himself out of position sometimes trying to make a play. And but Yeah, and when he does shoot, he does hold the ball, releases from a very high spot. Yeah, It's a very unblockable shot. Sure. And his threes are... When they go in, very pretty shots, and also going hit, in in bunches. He also hit the side of the backboard uh, from the corner in this game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, his uh, <laughs> his misses are misses. His misses are <laughs> all uh, almost all real bad. He's yeah. not Danjel where it goes in and out all the time. It is. Yeah, I don't know but, if he's lipped out a single one this year. But he's not playing because his floor is high. Right. Sure. There are a lot of guys on Armour's team who have a high floor. I think Dan Joe has a pretty high floor. I think he's fairly consistently what he is. I think 
I think Devin, which is not much like, not really, but it's but it's Division One basketball. But he's like he's like he's not actively killing the team. No, you're right. right. He's Devin, still contributing on defense. Yeah, sure. Devin's floor is Some, sometimes active. Again, steals or rebounds at least. Devin's floor is low. Right. Yeah. But his ceiling so, is supernova. So I think that kind of lends to the conversation we had earlier today of, you know, with the core coming back and, and not necessarily worried about when he's returning from injury, but when he sure. is fully back, what does the rotation look like? Because this team has been, you know, eight or nine guys all season, and now suddenly you play nine in the last game minus Okoro. Okoro's mm-hmm. going to get his 30 minutes when he gets back. So where do those minutes come from? Right. Um, and I, I think we kind of threw around some ideas of, well, it's probably the end of Anthony playing the four. Hopefully. Because now you have D'Angelo and Jalen and Flan going to be playing the four. Hopefully. Uh, right. And I think you might see more of Devin playing two. Yeah, and I would because like he's, to he's see he's only that. shooting threes right now. That's the thing. Except for transition. Sure. I... Mean, I, I... He is athletic enough to guard a, a speedy, faster two, I think. But he's going to do a better job than Jamal Johnson is. Yes. Put it that way. Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's that's a low bar. I mean, right. So right now, you really don't need much from a backup guard because Javon and Samir are both playing thirty-five minutes a game, right, roughly. Right. Um, so you're only needing somebody to cover about ten minutes there. Samir's playing the backup point. Um, so if, I mean, Cambridge has looked yeah, really who, good who, playing who ha, 20. Has he been playing the two when, um, when he has a little bit? Mainly that's been Jamal's. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just so Jamal, the last couple of games, has been playing right. seven to ten minutes. Yeah, Cambridge, Cambridge has been playing starter minutes. He had 25 in both the last two games, I think. I'm not sure we trust, which we don't ask our two to handle the ball a lot, unless it's Samir. So but then when he is, it's the way to one. But we're not asking Jamal to handle the ball. No, not at all. Because I don't, I don't know that we would trust Devin to. Jamal's a big dude. I mean, people have been calling him a guard as well. Jamal? Not Jamal, sorry. Jalen. Jalen. No, he's a big dude. dude. Well, someone on the, one of the speed writers talked about how he could play kind of a wing off guard, like a three. And I'm like, man, that dude is. He's a, he's a beefy a, for yeah, a three, three in Kentucky, maybe. Yeah. I like, man, I liked his game. And I think, and here's the thing about Jamal. Jamal has missed a lot of threes recently. But he's he also. Hasn't been taking many. Hasn't been taking many. And he, earlier in the year when he was making them, he was making them when he was wide open. Right. It's only going to help him to get a better inside presence like sure. Jalen in the game. And bring a core back, too. I mean. I think Okoro being, being back will help everyone. Oh, it's every, everything's I mean, it's, fine. Unlike De- according to Devin Cambridge's Instagram story, it's going to be over at that point. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. He said when he said that Isaac Okoro is going for Coach of the Year in the SEC right now. Coach of the Year? Yeah, because he's on the sideline. Coaching. Oh, right, right. Okay. But when he comes back, it's going to be over. Uh, Shout out to Devin Cambridge's Instagram story. It's it's always right after the game. He is always talking to him and Joe. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to be taking over from Dan. Jones. Yeah. Well, except his is just talking noise in the locker room okay. with his teammates. Okay. I think, uh, I think if we had our choice, Isaac will not play this, uh, this tomorrow or tonight as you listen to this. I, I really think he might get I think a little bit of run. Probably going to get maybe five some, to ten minutes, minutes. some rehab minutes mm-hmm. um, just to give him a run out. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you want him you know, find his legs again. On the road at Kentucky. Sure. I don't know starting. I think I would start him tomorrow night, tonight. This I don't, and give him the first five minutes of the game. Start him and only play him 15? I think we just want to let him get as healed up as he right. can. But I think you see how he looks. I don't want to put him... Because when do you put him in? If you don't start him. When you put him Personal. over down 15? Do you put him in up 15? Do you put him in... You just put him in. You know, like he's just part of the rotation. Just part of him working in the rotation. It's weird. It's because it's weird to think that like it's for a burgermeister to find yeah. that his name. Burgermeister. 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 Meister Burger was the mayor on Santa Claus is coming to town. The <laughs> claymation animated. I think he's the sub guy. I can't. Remember. Maybe maybe it's Bruce. There's. I can't remember which one of them was the sub guy. There's, I think it's Burgermeister. Yeah, I think it is too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, Alan sure. Flanagan saying 
Nah, leave leave Devin in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flan is an interesting player. <laughs> the least. Hey, he's the most efficient player we had this yeah, week. He, he was, had two and a half points per shot. Yeah, he was, what was his offensive rating? 250. <laughs> you see, but offensive rating is, is more than just <laughs> shots. So that means he also was not turning the ball over. Sure. He was. He didn't play. He only a played ton. 18 minutes. Of yeah. He had 18 minutes. It's, it's not nothing. It's, it's, yeah. it's a run. And he had no turnovers and he had no. Um, no missed shots. I don't think he had any offensive fouls and he would have been. It was just turnover. And then he wouldn't. It means he didn't miss any shots. And I think he must have had some offensive rebounds because to get that high of a. Yeah, I think he only had he had one offensive rebound, no defensive. Yeah, to get he that was two high for of an two rating, it's got to be something else. Like just, just two for two with five points, yeah. <laughs> two hundred twenty offensive. He also probably plus. He may have come in during yeah. the run, and then that yeah. may have been some of his minutes. Yeah. Speaking of plus minus, though, it was. Uh, Listen to the lunch break today. They said Anthony was plus twenty in this game. I bet. I bet. And, it, and it's because the run he didn't score. The uh, run kind of coincided with him right coming in the game. Not to talk out of school, but our slack, we were all pretty like, oh my god, this is Anthony's just not good in this game. He was having a terrible game, and then he was probably the key to victory in this <laughs> okay. game, which is uh, good because we he has kind of been. The marker of yeah, success. whichever the canary assistant coach, the coal mine. whichever uh, assistant coach at halftime said, or maybe not even at halftime, five minutes into the, the second half was like, okay, what we have to do is we have to put Anthony in and just tell him to just go crazy on on ten. Yeah, on, uh, what was his name? Falconer. That's right. Somewhere in there. Uh, and Falkerson, I think. Falkerson. Fulkerson. Fulkerson. Yeah, it was Fulkerson. Meet the Fulkersons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because that's what he did. He just went in there and they were like, just yep. give it to him. And that dude got so frustrated with Anthony. Yeah. And that's the Anthony that, that I remember. I'm looking number yeah. 10. That's, a, that's the Anthony that I think we all remember from, from uh, 17, 18. Well, and having Jalen Williams in there helped with that, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was just another big body that yeah. could play the four. You weren't worried about being undersized there, so Anthony was just being a, a yeah. center. But uh, I, I didn't have to. Worry I had about a great vantage point to watch Anthony defend uh, mm-hmm. specifically ten because I sit on that end right behind the band, and that I mean Anthony was just killing the dude, and the dude was just like it, it got all in his head. Like the dude was so frustrated, and, and Anthony wasn't. Fouling him per se, he was just all over him, yeah. and yep. and didn't allow him to do anything. Didn't allow him an inch of space. And I, I I'm pretty sure that's what he was told. He's like, don't give him any space. Yeah, do not give him an inch. And he didn't. And for whatever reason, because Tim was not scoring a ton, um, but although he was their leading scorer, no. So he was the most efficient guy. Okay. He's kind of underutilized. Like he only had like 18 percent. Usage, but uh, okay, it's a good shooter, good but, rebounder. But, but shut, like taking that guy out of the game, but I guess put everything on um, uh, what's his face, Bowden, Bowden, and who had 28 points and I think had a 10 minute scoring drought. Yeah, which, well, their team went on a right. 10 minute scoring drought. Right. I mean, I, I'm not sure that I've ever. I don't even remember that being an 18 0 run, though. That was the I do. Thing I was I counting. In the arena. I was counting. I didn't. I, did I just kind of looked up it. and I was like, oh, man. I remember <laughs> it being an 18 0 run, but I don't remember. I think what, I, what, what made me realize it, well, I'm watching TV and they're telling us. Yeah. Right. But also, it's, it's more of the. Well, they haven't scored in forever. Yeah. Like it, was, it was more of like a. And I, that's what I didn't well, realize. It, I thought it, it might have been like the reason I The reason yeah. I noted it is because when we got down 15. And we kept getting the ball, and we could not, we couldn't score. We like yeah. would just turn it over or take a shot and miss, and it kept getting back down. And I'm like, God, we're we're just not. I don't think we're ever going to get this back above 15. And mm-hmm. then and then it got to 17, and I was like, Great. Yeah. And then I kept going. thinking, Oh man, it's an eight no run. Oh, we're good. 12, 12, yeah. nothing run here. And then it, I was like, oh, Did a couple threes. Yep. Samir started making shots at the basket. Yep. Samir, Samir went three. off. Like, Samir, Samir at halftime did not have a lot of points. No. no. They were all, uh, they, I think they were only on free throws in the first half, weren't it, they? He had two layups. So okay. I think he had eight points, four from the line, four so from, he had from layup. 
14 in the second half? Yes. Yeah. Um, and hadn't had, I mean, he had, had a game similar to what he had he'd been having in some of these losses. Right. Um, and he stepped it up in the second half. Well, every so often, Samir will do a lot of ISO. Second half, I remember sitting here by myself watching the game and thinking, well, we are playing some major 2000s basketball. Early yeah, 2000s. Yeah. This is five one on one games Clearly. that are happening. Yeah. And it was working like it'd be all right, Javon gets the ball, and now Javon's taking him one on one. See, Javon right, gets I think great assist in the second half. So, Javon had, if he had finished some of his layups, some of his moves oh, yeah. to yeah. get to these up and under layups that yeah. he missed, some of those are just highlight, highlight real moves. Yeah. You know, we would say million dollar move, one dollar finish. But he finishes those. They're not easy finishes by any means. Sure. If he finishes those Kyrie Irving style off the top of the right. backboard, we're talking about this is one of the greatest performances <laughs> yeah. in Auburn point guard history because yeah. he, he got to the basket at will in the second half. He just couldn't finish a lot of them. Yeah. And then Jalen Williams b- bouncing it off the backboard. Oh, you can imagine the cojones Did that make on a true freshman. Oh, yeah. Okay. On a true freshman. In his second game. In his second game, down eight. Uh, dude, I, <laughs> let me tell you what my reaction to when this happened. <laughs> I see him drive, and I'm like, <laughs> I see him go up, and I'm like, oh, Jalen, no. And then I said, oh, my. and then I just freaked out. Yeah. Because I, I was like, oh, God, he's catching it. Because oh, it's not like he had room to do it. That no. was in traffic. He was completely in traffic. But he was and it was on purpose. Like, yeah, it was totally on like, purpose. Like, no, no, there's no doubt about that. He knew that he purpose. couldn't dribble. Yeah, there's no he dribbled there. off the backboard. So yeah, he was like, look, I'm going to do this. Just throw it up, and they all turned around. Because they were like, oh, what a terrible shot. <laughs> it's the exact same. The first time I'd ever seen anybody do that before was Tracy McGrady in yeah. the All-Star game. I'm like, oh, one, whatever it was. The audacity. And it was the same situation where he couldn't dribble again. And we were not So up. I'm just going to use like, it off. We of were down. And it isn't the All-Star game. It's, we were down. It's a conference game. It's one of those like, things nah. that if it doesn't work, might get him benched. Oh, he's not playing again. <laughs> Well, we need that. It's just like I talk about this a lot. Maybe on spot. I mean, Slack I got too. the crowd way in. Yeah, the yeah. At, the, at that point, I, I think everybody. I knew, almost, okay, I almost we're think he this thing like he, he had been told, "Hey, we know you can do this. Do it." Because the the coaches know that we need the crowd, yeah. and like oops and stuff. Yeah, I, I, we ref- hang on. Bruce has told them to do that kind of stuff. They refuse to do to get oops and transition. Have you noticed that? Yes. Uh, Javon or Samir, like, they, they refuse to pass in transition. Yeah. Right. That's the problem. Well, and but like even Anthony set one up perfectly. Yeah. He uh, he had it coming across half court. I think he gave it to Samir, and then Samir just kept it. Underrated in this game. Samir threw one to Anthony from the three point line. Yeah, that yeah, was that was a good one. <laughs> there was we do more in half court than we do in transition. Yeah, though, yeah. Which is oh, we never do it in transition <laughs> anymore. Bruce Arena all the time last year. Well, Bruce Arena. <laughs> I talked about this a lot on the Slack. I think Bruce Arena. Ryan used to coach the Team USA men's national. Oh, I thought team. you were changing the name of Auburn Arena. No. Well, should be. We should. Bruce Arena. I thought it was Arenas. Also coached lacrosse. Yes, I Bruce Arena. Anyways, I'm looking this up now, but I feel like you tell the story. It's not Gilbert Arenas. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Bruce Arena. Yes, he also played for my beloved uh, Arizona. He would have loved this early 2000s look at <laughs> Auburn basketball <laughs> team. Bruce Arena once said about Clinton Dempsey. The thing that made him special was that he tries stuff. Yeah. Well, stuff being a next place, yeah, yeah, a placeholder word. <laughs> and and how few soccer players that come from the United States try stuff. Try stuff. Because they're coached to do the right pass, make the right shot, don't take it if it's not open. And Clint was like, screw it. I'm shooting it from 90 feet out of here. Let's make this thing happen. <laughs> so Let's you, get the crowd involved. The analogy. Yeah. So, like, you got to have guys that can yeah. do that to go on 18 0 runs. You don't go on 18-0 runs by taking the safe shot. It's, it's funny, though, know, just based on his demeanor alone, like, from He seems far, like a really quiet guy. You would never yeah. expect that to be him to be the guy that tried. You would expect you Devin Cambridge to try that. Who's not quiet on Twitter is his mother, though. She is all about sporting her, her oh, boy. I need of follow. course. She's, She's a great follower, follow. yeah. Then, uh, I love, I love players' that. moms. They're the best. I've really enjoyed it this year. That's, uh, she's the second family He's member. The kid. Uh, you know, Michael Okoro, if you follow him on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Isaac's older brother, George Gred. Mm. And uh, he's been a big Auburn fan this year. 
So he was he wasn't the kid that we got from Arkansas, is he? No, no, that's Flanagan. Flanagan. Yeah. And Jamal Franklin. Yeah, Jalen um, Williams Jaylen is from Georgia. That's Georgia. Right. He's, he scored twenty five points a game. Was at uh, All State two All years State in a row. two years in a row. As a yeah. Junior and a senior. Yeah. So he he's. And we've been asking all season, why and where is he? You see, I, mean, like, I think I think it's the the nervousness that they saw in him. Had yeah, to be. it happens. And I think Bruce has mentioned that he missed. He he's gotten out rebounded on free throws or yeah. on free throws in practice, and I think that has something. That's, to do that's with like it. we got out free throw. I remember free throws in this game. It was yeah. it was disappointing. Yeah, we got out rebounded on the defensive yeah. end. Yeah. Full yeah. stop. Like they, there's no. They way. had 15 to look, our if you 14. Look at I think. The, if you look at the box in this game, we should other than the score. It's like, how did we win this game? No, yeah, it's a very, it's a turnovers. very Auburn just turnovers. turnovers. It's, it's turnover. Yeah. So I, I had never seen this before. That how Tennessee many, had no. more points per shot than Auburn did, but fewer points per possession. I've never mm-hmm. seen that scrub scene. That's because they had so many extra no points. shot possessions. Yeah. Tennessee, where they would, just they had the possessions. Over. They just Turned over, never got a shot up. Ten seconds. How about that, guys? Yeah, you got a ten second call on them, and they, that was they, kind they of were the, like really confused about it. Yeah. That was kind of the beginning. Like that yeah. was kind of the well, that eight. and the the five second call coming out of the half was yeah. huge too. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though the, the first couple of minutes we didn't really yeah. like, well, they ran make a comeback, more points out on us there. But that that five second call did signify, okay, these guys they're already playing yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, well, apparently Bruce peeled the paint <laughs> off the walls in the, in the halftime. Challenge their man, I think, is what Samir said. That's what he said, too, after the game. <laughs> Challenge their man, he said, he said he said things that he had to kick the AD and the president out. Yeah, he said the president finally got fired and fired me. I mean, Bruce, <laughs> you know Lee's on him. But... <laughs> yeah, let's not. Let's not get fired, Bruce. <laughs> we can afford to lose this game more than we can afford to lose Bruce. You know he loves beating Tennessee, though. 100% he does. And that's Did you see him had a lot dance to do with after the that. game? Yes. Yeah, he, he did. I think like he won the NCAA championship. But then in the post game, he talked about how much he loved everybody in Tennessee. It was, it was well, great. I think he does have a lot of good relationship with Tennessee. Because oh, Tennessee didn't does. really, they didn't fire him. They didn't have forced. a choice. They really didn't want to. Right. The NCAA said he can't coach for two years. Yeah. yeah. So. You're not just going to have one retainer for <laughs> yeah, two years. Yeah. <laughs> you can just make him an off an off the court position. He's the director of basketball operations. He's, he's, he's going to call a big game Rick over there. Man, Rick Barnes is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Coaching big games. Oh, man, he is not good at those. Uh, he got teed up early on. Well, he was bummed. He was really upset about something the referees were doing. And the refs weren't awesome in this game. No, not at all. They were but okay they for an SEC game. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was fine. Like, it was, it was they game. were worse in the first half than they were in the second half. I'll say that. They, Coincidentally, we played better in the second yeah. half. It <laughs> was just, you know, when that happens, a lot of times it's the... It's the trailing ref in the first half that was the good one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I think he cursed at them. That's why he got his technical. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Mark Cuban talked about this in the NBA, but a lot of college basketball coaches are talking about this, too. And did you see the G League guy went off on referee? Ooh, no. <laughs> yeah. Legitimately called them cheaters after the game. Cheaters, unprofessional, and, like, basically all the elders are to be fired. The player or a coach? This is a G League This coach. is a coach. Oh. Post game, and he, he said, might, he, he literally said, "I want you to be rolling on this. Put it on Twitter. Everybody <laughs> know what was what." He, he might get fired. Like, yeah. Use names. Yeah, use names of the. I think Mark Cuban will pay that guy's fine. Mark Cuban will hire him as assistant coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like I think a lot of people across basketball are upset with the way officiating is going. Well, just it makes sometimes makes the games unwatchable. And part of it, yes, part of it is some of the rules need to be reinterpreted. Period. Sure. For like the traveling rule in the NBA, the gather step has made it to where everyone in the world thinks that people are traveling, but by the letter of the law, they're not. Mm. And so the officials all look like they're terrible to the average fan. Like, oh, guys in the NBA are just traveling left and right. They're actually not. The referees have just been told to interpret the gather step in a way that makes it, you can basically take as many steps as you want as long as are... it looks like you haven't controlled the ball out of your off your dribble yet. So guys are able to push that rule. Guys like James Harden meet with the officials in the summer to ask about yeah. interpretations of rules so that he can go yeah. and push the envelope Speaking further. of, in, in our game against Tennessee, there were two obvious double dribbles sure. that they did not call. 
And there's stuff like that. Like, well, and, it, and there was one on us. I think, I think Samir oh, had one where he yes, literally definitely. slid a solid yeah. two feet. Well, so after I, taking two steps. Well, the, there was one where he tapped the ball up in the air, caught it, and then dribbled it. Yep. Like yep. after taking a step, and I was like, okay. But the two, the, the one especially, it was kickball. It's Virginia. Got kicked um, the ball and yeah. then dribbled it again. Yeah. Jeez. Mm. It was the same thing. Mm. And it was like. Those calls, we talked about this in the Slack, but those calls could be solved by a video official. Right. But then again, how willing are you to allow the game to stop? It's also more. just it's just another dude too. Yeah. Like it's not <laughs> like like that's always gonna be the problem. Uh the video official is just a person watching the screen. It's, it's just, just another it's just another guy that can screw up. Just make a street ball. Call your own fouls. Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, and the problem with basketball too, as opposed to football, give them eight fouls and let everybody call their own fouls. In basketball, like Samir would have everyone foul though. Yeah, <laughs> in basketball, it really like the flow of the game. You can kind of tell within the first five minutes of the game. Well, they're not going to call anything tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or okay, <laughs> I can't breathe on a guy. Or yeah, or maybe they're super tight. Yeah, yeah, and then you and then you're like, all right. But the good thing is when they're when you start out super tight, you want the referees. In the first five minutes, to call everything. I think. I so think, that, and then relax as the game goes on, so that then guys aren't getting fights. Yeah. When it goes the other way, is when you start seeing the game get really chippy. Yeah. Well, I think in this game, too, we saw it be very inconsistent early on in the game, and then sort of kind of plateau out for the second half, where they yeah. were calling things pretty evenly on both ends. Um, it was a wild game. I mean, a fan get thrown out of the game. Yeah. For the second time in like this three is home America. games, for big games, man, yeah, we're getting too too people jazzed get, up. People get really into their, I don't know, political opinions and start yelling out. Just <laughs> I don't think we know. That. We do know actually because he's on Twitter. Well, it's, well, I've tried to look. It was uh, um, private, but anyway, I'm sure I, it is now. I have, yeah, I have on good authority. We do know that news. Okay. And you know what? They're exactly what you think they are. <laughs> he uh, apparently an Auburn student. Decided to tell a guy from the wonderful land of Uruguay to go back there. Um, well, he, and said, this is America, America, which is, he's also from America. But yeah. Is the guy from America? Well, he's from South America. Oh, America. I guess. South Americans are very into that. By are they? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, didn't know, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, they're very into calling themselves Americans as well. Interesting. So Especially Latin Americans. Guatemalans, for sure. Canadians aren't into no. that. No, not at all. They don't want to be associated with us. Exactly. It's a whole different. They're tired of study abroad kids putting Canadian flags on their backpacks. They're trying to be Canadians. That's a real thing that happens. Um, this guy yelled, "This is America. Go back to Uruguay." As if that guy could just okay. I thought, man, I thought Tennessee was paying me to go to college. As if, you know, like, I assume that kid would have been like very confused by all of this. He's first time he's ever heard anybody anti-Uruguay in his life. I was about to say, he's saying that like um, you know. Probably a quarter I of the arena the guy would be like anti-Tennessee, and he just said some sure. stupid stuff yeah. that. Uh, I feel like a lot of people in the arena would have taken him up on that if he was offering those. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Uruguay. It's a sure. nice place. One hundred percent in. That sounds like fun. Argentina's the food is good. Brazil's around the there. The soccer is great. <laughs> Watch out for uh, um, Luis Suarez. 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 That's that's the same thing. <laughs> but uh, Jeff Luis Suarez, big teeth. He knows how to use. Maybe that's it. why this guy decided to come to America. Didn't say anything to the uh, the Frenchman <laughs> in the game. Exactly. It's, why did he pick out the Uruguay? Yeah, I was wondering. Figure out. Or the, well, there's the a French Serbian guy. Yeah, yeah, East Ponds. And there's a they French. had a seven foot tall Serbian dude. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering about the Serbian guy. They didn't yell. I wonder, if, I wonder if people would have been mad if he yelled at the. Serbian. Go back to France. Go back to go back to Serbia. He probably wouldn't have known the dudes from Serbia. He probably been like, go back to Russia. I don't know. Knowing this guy was from Uruguay, took That's, some research. He had to. Right? He had to know, or was on the screen. Oh, he, I think he was a starter, throws. and probably probably announced it for you yeah. too. I don't ever hear him announce the, the other mm. teams anymore. Mm. Anyway, don't yell stupid yeah, things don't. like that. It's it's That's xenophobic and xenophobia not, is uh, no place. Uh, not good in no. contemporary society. This is not 1917. Movie? No, it's a great movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. The year people were very xenophobic. I don't know if you've watched a program called The News. People were very xenophobic in the early twentieth century. <laughs> yeah, let's in the twenty first uh, century. Yeah, matter of fact, let's not. You tell them to go back to Knoxville. That's fine. Sure, go back to Knoxville. Yell that at the official. That's a classic official. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Jeer. Uh, also, I did hear a, 
an audible get off your knees breath. Oh yeah, yeah, that happens. <laughs> That's actually uh, my, my buddy Jeremy's favorite. Uh, oh, he yells it. Yeah, he loves to yell that. That's a classic. Uh, get off your knees, ref. Yeah, I mean, we all know what you mean. <laughs> oh, he he, he <laughs> continues to continue. yeah. He, he lets them yeah, he, just in case they don't get it because you know refs. Are I'm assuming it's because like he probably lost his contact. He can't see the foul call as well. Is that what he's going for? Sure, that's okay. what he means. Get off your knees because you keep looking for your lost <laughs> contact lenses. Sure, yeah. Uh, watch the game. <laughs> I, best, the best time, the best one I ever saw was an old man at a game who had figured out the officials' names mm-hmm. from looking at the program. Sure. And was holding up his, his eyeglasses. With Mark, <laughs> you I need love, to borrow these? I love to learn. That, that's the best thing to do. Learn people's first names out there. Mark. And just yell them at them. That's I got a the, pair of these. I hope you're my same prescription. This old man is the greatest. It's the only thing you lose about having a good home environment, though, is. You can't have like individual hecklers yeah, when I everyone's out. Why I heard this dude is he right behind him. You can you could hear him clear as day. Tell you what, it was I, like Sonny Smith was yelling. Oh, I bet you the people in the court didn't hear him. No, that's the probably thing. not. But no. it was it picked up on TV so, and so. radio and radio. Oh, I didn't know it was on radio. Yeah, yeah you could. I've, I've heard the clip. It was uh, it was as if he grabbed the mic. Yeah, <laughs> get out of here, Andy Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> I got something I got to get off my chest. <laughs> Andy Kennedy was probably all about it. The country that this is a hosted, CBS game. Oh, the country that hosted yeah. the first World Cup is not a welcome here. They did. They did, they did host the first World Cup. I got a few, right? Yeah. yeah. You also like won a couple. It's weird. Like the smallest country to ever, I think, win a World Cup. Probably. They hosted the whole World Cup in one town in Montevideo. This is a your your Uruguay yeah. cultural lesson. Everybody. I almost lived in Uruguay. Did you? This is when I before I moved to Germany. The job that I applied for initially, was either going to be in Santiago, Chile, or Uruguay. Mm, Both of those fell through and I ended up going to Germany. So I did a lot of Uruguay research. I thought I was going Both to of those seem nicer climate-wise sure. than, Germany. <laughs> than Germany. Well, less rain, at least. Not, Warmer. Not, not to insult my German. Santiago Nicer-looking people. Santiago uh, is incredible climate-wise. Like Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, yeah. yeah You're going to get to move to Germany for the weather. No, nobody does, unless you're from What's Iceland. What's the opposite of xenophobic? Like uh, whatever Belgium is, <laughs> they're like the least just xenophobic. Be, oh, I thought you were just Belgian. <laughs> I'm Belgian, they don't care. You're either xenophobic or you're Belgian. That's the spectrum. Yeah. Okay. They really, they're like whatever. They're the least. Well, they have like eight country in the world. Eight national. Well, they, they didn't have a centralized they, government because they're not real. Twenty years ago, <laughs> yeah, they're not real. They're just a. Don't they, but they have a lot of. Oh, they have a lot just of a collection of forts between issues between each other. Correct? Exactly. <laughs> the Flemish yeah, and there's the, ethnic issues, yeah, yeah, but yeah. not national issues. Oh, okay. Um, man, we this anyway. Don't say great. you can say mean things. Just, just not go too low. Don't go with ethnicities. Don't go with nationalities. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good. That's that's the easiest uh, in life. If you wouldn't say it to him when you were playing one on one with him at the park, yep. Don't say it to him when just because they can't do anything to you because you're in this crowd. Sure. But because um, every once in a while you'll find a run or test. <laughs> so that dude would not have if they were playing at an open run at Frank Brown, and some kid was from Uruguay. You wouldn't yell, "Hey, go back to a Uruguay. This is, this is America." Well, and he made a three in his face. I you think he'd do that. probably drop twenty, that thirty dude points. Bombs like <laughs> <laughs> he would send you back to Uruguay, yeah. and you would love it. Could probably uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably dribble a basket in with his feet against you. Mm. All right, Tuesday, when you're hearing this, we're playing. Uh, we got to take a commercial real quick. Okay, let's take a commercial break oh, at 47 uh, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 47 minutes and 45 seconds and we are back. (laughs) I don't know saying it on the pod. People love it. They want to know exactly where they are. Yeah. Okay. Okay, You're just just a wayfinder. Just a wayfinder. I'm a wayfinder. My little kid and I watched Moana today. Oh, it's a good, good movie. Man, Moana's Ryan. I like You don't have to tell me about Moana. It's Moana. the best. Yeah, he's still a kid. That's true. He's probably watched that in the theater. 
If I pulled up my Here's Spotify mine. right now, it might be on my like, most played of 2019. Great. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tuesday, we play the Old Miss Rebels. Old Misses, as they say on the bunker. LOL. Auburn won the first meeting in double OT, 83-82. Let's not do that again. That doesn't seem like a good way to prepare for Kentucky. It's super not sustainable to keep going to extra basketball. Your it legs gets you are, more experience for your freshman. It's more basketball. Your legs are going to get tired eventually. The Miss has had a three-game losing streak. Mm, they lost quite a skid. They lost by a quarter, 25 to the Crimson Tide of Alabama. Oh, yeah, the Tide just in Oxford demoralized them. And they, that was later than our game, so they have a less of a layoff than us. At least Corey Will Wade. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Guys, I don't have a problem with what Will Wade said. I know people are like, because it's Will Wade, everybody has a problem with it. But like, he's right. That's too short of a turnaround for college basketball. Like, tell me how you like that. Yeah, what are, what, what are I, we, I what are we play supposed Friday, to play Saturday Ooh, with they, bus trips. They shouldn't do that. What are we supposed to play? You should play Friday, Saturday. You can play in back-to-back days. But his issue was he has a game at night and then a game at 11 a.m. Yeah, on but a Wednesday like, and a Saturday. Yeah, yeah, there's like three days in between. And one of them's at home. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe. <laughs> I don't, he's, I don't know he's just compl- I, I, he I complaining for complaining. I get, I get it. I mean, it's a short turnaround for Auburn. Like, if we put right. eight on Saturday and we've got to play at 11 on. Well, we don't play at 11. Number one, cancel 11 a.m. games. That's yeah. the best. That, if he had just said that, I'd have been like, yeah. I don't know if he had a little weight t shirt. Except for, uh, you know. Getting that money from ESPN pays, yeah, it pays a itself. nice little part of the salary. That's great, except that it stinks to play basketball at 11 o'clock in the morning. Those guys have to start warming up at 10. Yeah. Just now imagine if you're, channel imagine if you're a uh, central team, like team central time zone playing yeah. in Eastern time zone. Yeah. You're in 9 a.m. warm-ups? Yeah, those no, are actually you. noon games when you well, that's true. about it. For most people other than us. And most of the SEC. Uh, <laughs> half. There's a yeah. I mean the entire West, the entire SEC West is in Central Time Zone. Yeah, is it, it not plus, more than plus, half? Right. Plus Vandy. Plus right. I don't know about Lexington. No. Missouri is. So yeah, you Missouri got, you got at least nine teams in Central Time Zone. Guys, Ole Miss does not do anything well. They do everything okay. The only reason we would be worried about this game is one, we've had some issues lately, and two, Kermit Schuler. No, I was going to say Kermit Davis. <laughs> yeah. But we hopefully Shoot. got that monkey off her back. Shooter went off against us last yeah, time. Yeah, but Tyree did not. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, that was part of the uh, Okoro effect era. Yeah. Where we could shut down the best player, and the second guy would kill us. Yeah. Apparently, Saban Lee, though, is Vandy's best player. Oh, well, he is now. The other it guy turns out. Aaron, Aaron Neesmith played in that game against us. Sure. But he got hurt. Yeah, he's not no longer yeah. on the team. Well, he is, but he's just... Not wait until he gets... Adam Silver calls his name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is the second year in a row that's happened to Vandy. We yeah. had a like, oh, yeah. first-round draft pick not play. Yep. Tough look from a guy Vandy. Poor old stick. Scouting report, they are really good at defending three-pointers. <laughs> so look for Auburn to hopefully attack the basket. But instead, watch Auburn start out the game jacking up threes. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sure we will. We're at home, so we're maybe home. we'll make a few. They foul a lot. That's good for Auburn. Yeah, yeah we fouled just make the Tyree out in like 15 that's minutes. That's probably how we, yeah, that's how we got to double overtime. If I yeah. Correct. yeah. Uh, he fouled out 10 minutes ago in that game. Now, I believe we will see an Austin Wiley game just because we didn't yeah. see one against Tennessee. Yeah. And the law of averages makes me feel like that's going to happen. <laughs> sure. Uh, I feel pretty safe he'll get at least 10 and 10. Ooh, Ionescu from the University of Oregon. The women's player who might be yeah, the yeah. greatest player in college basketball right sure. now is playing currently, and she might get to 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 1,000 assists. First wow. player in men's or women's college hoops history to Isn't do that. Is she not a senior? I think she's a senior. Oh. So that would be the first triple quadruple? Yeah. That's a quick career. Wow. She's aver- I think she averaged triple double or something like that. Like something crazy. <laughs> Speaking of women's basketball, our women had a couple of tough losses this week. I know. It's been a tough game. One where we led the like whole game. And Against uh, South Carolina. Yeah. Right? Like, the number one team in the country. Yeah. All right. So then, anyway. if we get past Dadgum Ole Miss yeah. with a win, that game Saturday in Rupp becomes 
the, huge. That from for all of Western civilization. It it basically clinches yeah. the conference for Kentucky no way, if they win. Yeah, there's no way we win. Jesus, I just not looking we forward to it. Look, we haven't <laughs> won there since 1988. Yeah, um, we can't shoot away from home. Sure. And Kentucky gets a lot of fouls called their way in Rome. It's not a recipe for awesomeness. Counterpoint: Austin Wiley is better than Nick Richards. Is he? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Counterpoint: Isaac Okoro is better than Chumo Kiki. Well, Isaac Okoro is better than anybody on Kentucky's team. Yeah. How about that? If he plays, and look, Bill I, Walton once he'll said, be back. Bill Walton once said, you don't win championships by being normal. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, we get up. It's, I. Jason Duffner won a PGA championship. Question. He's pretty normal. Our ability to get them in foul (laughs) trouble, which is what we need to do. Um, Well, how about Devin Cambridge just, uh, you know, go eight for nine from three? Look, I have seen zero evidence that we were going to hit a three-point shot in (laughs) Rupp (laughs) Arena on Saturday. I mean, it is. My confidence in our three-point shooting, uh, especially away from home, is not high. Um, it's going to take a special effort to win this game. I'll, I'll say that. Um, it will be incredible if we win. Yeah. Um, because then we if are... If Okoro comes back and puts up 15 or more, make him the number one draft pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because then we are within one game of actually winning the conference with with a much Four easier to go? with a much easier remaining schedule than Kentucky has. You know, Kentucky's got to go, I think, to Florida and to Tennessee still. Uh, I, don't, I don't we saw Tennessee. Yeah. I don't I don't see either one of those as posing much of a problem to this Kentucky team. But if you guys want to hold out hope, I'll let y'all know. It only takes one Evansville. That's true. Wasn't that was in Lexington? Yeah, well, it definitely wasn't in Evansville. <laughs> and they've come. They've turned around. And they really. They're good now. They're actually Kentucky good, or Kentucky, Evansville because Evansville's god awful. Good Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky fired really coach. Good. <laughs> oh my god! Season. I think he was uh, off court. Reasons. Beats Kentucky, gets fired. Well, yeah, it's a well, weird, weird up and down. Look, the people that probably make those decisions may have a vested interest at Kentucky, so they were probably <laughs> looking for a reason, right? Um, yeah, I look. I don't have. This is as down as you're going to ever hear me be going into a game because I usually barn pretty hard thinking we're going to win. It does not. The what, what we have seen does not feel great going away anywhere, but too rough where we have the won. Perfect time to win, Chief. Sure. Okay. Well, <laughs> it is. It is. When nobody expects, every time every day is the perfect it. time to win. Right. Sure. But hey, let's win this one and uh, hope Kentucky loses and we get a share of the, uh, or loses two and we win out. Well, I mean, if we tie with them, we get, forget the SEC's rules, we win the conference. Well, sure, but the the SEC will give them a share too, right? That's how there's only going to be one one seed in the tournament. That's true. I mean, that's that's the only way you. But that happened in Tennessee. Still hung a banner a couple years ago. You know what? Alabama hangs banners for everything. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, let's I, win. Let's just beat both teams. Yeah. That, if I mean, we, if you hear this podcast right now, write it down at fifty-six minutes and fifty-seven minutes even. Actually, I mean, what's the key to winning? Like, what do we have to do to win? Beat Kentucky. Maxi. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think shutting down a certain player does anything for Auburn. Because <laughs> yeah. Auburn, Auburn's won a ton of games, letting Mason Jones score forty, or letting. <laughs> Score twenty five, or thirty, or yeah, uh, the LSU point guard Skylar Mays score thirty. Auburn can win if somebody goes off. Auburn just has to shoot. Yeah, that's quickly. That's not Maxi. I said Maxi. Quick, quickly they combined for forty five against us last time. Mac yeah, quickly. Hagen's so good. Jack needed Richards and needed Richards. So I think another game that's which, also what terrifies me is these guys had terrible games against us, and last they fouled. Auburn shot eighty free throws. Yes, nonsense. Yes. And we're not going to shoot a bunch of free yeah. throws up there. I don't think. I would really. I think this the, team now has Jalen Williams, though. I think that, that changed anything for you. Yeah. No. Besides <laughs> the free throws, the key to the game is still the same. Richards can't beat you. Period. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I mean. And neither can you. Cannot let quickly get to the rim. You can't let quickly do what 
Lewis did for Alabama. You cannot let quickly get to the rim and initiate the offense. We seem to be kind of bad at uh, stopping that. Guys, whoever it is that's in charge of perimeter, uh, keeping guys in front of them, is not doing it. And fast point guards one of them get a, to uh, the rim at will. Bad hamstring. No, no. Yeah, let's, let's hope that's fully healed up by the time this game rolls around. All right, well. What if we go in there without? Uh, yeah, 57 minutes, I Cora said, doesn't to write play. it down. If we go in there and win both, if we come, if we go 2-0 before yeah. the next show. Yeah, yeah. Tune in, because this will be the happiest speaking <laughs> podcast in the history of oh the God. world. <laughs> we'll go 2-0 and uh, drop two spots in Ken Palm. Well, I, I don't care. Matter, baby. Conference just champs. Win, baby, win. Just hanging them rings. Both knows. <laughs>